1: of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Bantwine, coming January 2nd wherever podcasts are available.
2: Let's hang out Let's hang out And let's talk about what lessons have found Let's hang out And let's
1: listen to two as shout Let's hang out
2: Let's hang out, let's hang out. Welcome back to Les Hang Out. I'm Ellie Bridgeda. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and here's what's happening this week.
1: This week in the lesdom This week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. And we're gonna start with our trivia nights. Our next trivia night is this Friday, November 15th, in Denver at Blush and Blue. We are so excited.
2: And then close on the heels of that, we have our next Bay Area Trivia Night at El Rio in San Francisco on Monday, November 18th, starting at 6.30.
1: We also have our first Winona Earp Trivia Night in Columbus, Ohio on November 20th.
2: And if you are in Boston, you should hang out with Ellie if you've already gotten tickets to the L Word premiere party at Bella Luna in Jamaica Plain. It is sold out, so those of you who are going, have the best time. I'm so jealous.
1: We're also hiring trivia hosts in other cities, so email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com if you're interested in putting on a trivia night in your city.
2: Our next This Week in the listum, we have to take some time. We've been back now. We've had a little bit of time to sort of digest the weekend, but Ellie and I, as many of you know, were just in New Orleans for the weekend soiree and it was life changing. Amazing. We just had the best time. So we just want to take a little opportunity to shout out the weekend soiree, everybody that is involved with planning it, everybody that helped bring us there. And everybody that we met there, we just, we cannot say enough great things about everything that it was. So if you haven't had the opportunity, look up the Weekend Soiree, consider going. I, I don't think they've... Uh,
1: they haven't picked their... I don't think they picked their city for the next one yet. Is. Or when it is. Every year it's a different city, and that's really exciting because you get to explore a new city. So make sure you follow them on all their social medias so you can make sure you're the first one to know when the next one will be, because you're gonna want to go.
2: Yes. Definitely. Uh, it was just the best time, so thank you, thank you, thank you again to Mary, to Grant, to Coke, to everyone who who just, we cannot thank enough. Uh, also, if any of you are in New Orleans, check out Good Friends Bar. Oh it's, my gosh. It's our new favorite place.
1: <laughs> it's my favorite place ever. I will say, too, like, we were just in there. There were Number one, the most beautiful gay man I've ever seen in my life. Um, I found like ten sperm donors. Um <laughs> <laughs> and also Lee's doppelganger. I yes. literally turned around and there was a gay man who was in the same exact blazer as Lee, like same face, like they could be brother and sister. It was honestly it was insane. It was and nuts. also shout out yeah, to you, was... Graham.
2: Shout out to you.
1: Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Graham, for being so beautiful. <laughs> That's all. We also want to shout out Dominion Stage in Arlington. They're putting on Last Summer at Bluefish Cove, which is a lesbian theater play. (laughs) I'm like, what is it? It's a theater play. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's a lesbian play in Arlington, Virginia. You can get $5 off tickets if you use Les Hangout at checkout. And that's November 8th through the 23rd that that show is running.
2: Finally, in the Greater Les Universe, I think we have to take some time to talk a little bit about Dickinson. Even though I don't have much to say because I I have not gotten Apple TV yet, but uh I've seen seen some of the gifts, y'all. It's looking God pretty good. God damn you, Apple good. TV! It's looking pretty good. Kelsey's <gasps> gonna hate if you want me. lesbians
1: to buy it. Oh, they God. they've done the right thing.
2: Yeah, uh well, I might need another streaming service, so let us know what you're thinking of it because um we're gonna need to catch up. That's all I've that's all I've got.
1: That's it. Oh yeah, the the we gifts have some alone thoughts.
2: It's fine. Nothing's happening. Uh that's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee.
1: Thanks, Ellie and Lee, and welcome to our 35th installment of Should've Been Gay. Oh,
2: oh, oh it was fun, it was great, somebody should this week's episode ellie i only have one question was it the chad it was the chad it it might have been the chad it might have been the chad (laughs) no the chad was great (laughs) the chad was great Uh, Uh, this movie
1: is ridiculous and amazing for those of you listening at home if you don't already know we're talking about charlie's angels today and i'm so excited
2: for those of you listening who else what are the other options for those of you listening in a car
1: for those of you listening (laughs) on the beach i don't know wherever you're listening we're talking about charlie's angels on
2: a hike through the mountains you know wherever you may be listening from we are going to talk about charlie's angels oh i am so excited and this is just uh just to clarify we're
1: talking only about charlie's angels the film we'll talk a little bit about the tv show just to get some context But we're talking about the first movie, we will save Full Throttle for another full episode because there is so much gay in Full Throttle as well, which is the second Charlie's Angels movie.
2: But we want to call out, this is our first should have been gay that we are doing as the result of a vote from our King Princess Patreon tier, and it could not have worked out better because... Of course, the new Charlie's Angels is coming out so soon, on the 15th, so we are so excited that we just get to celebrate, celebrate its incoming place in our lives by going back to the 2000 classic Charlie's Angels. Also, I have to say, if that new film is not
1: actually gay, we will be back.
2: (laughs) Do not worry. (laughs) Don't you worry, everyone. We'll be back either way. If it is <laughs> gay, we'll do a Los so Angeles. If it's not gay, it's definitely going on on a should have been gay. So I think it's a there's Win-win. no way to lose. Yeah. yeah, there's you can't lose in this game. You cannot. Uh, and and we can't lose today either because we're gonna talk. We have we have a lot to talk about. Let's hit us with the IMDb synopsis, Lee. Let's okay. Go. Our IMDb synopsis for Charlie's Angels, the 2000 hit, is as follows: Three women. Detectives with a mysterious boss retrieve stolen voice ID software using martial arts, tech skills, and sex appeal. Yeah,
1: yeah. I will say, emphasis on the final thing, in watching this movie again, I was like, wow, I know why baby gay Ellie loved this movie. (laughs) (laughs) It is, it is hot, not gonna lie. My gay synopsis hit me, hit me, is as follows. Three queer detectives fight crime and sleep with each other or the bad guys. I don't really care <laughs> as long as somebody is queer and is hooking up with other women
2: <laughs> That's all. Yes. Uh yeah. 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 I I have more of an idea in mind, so okay, I'm I'm so down for this. That's what my gay synopsis is. So mine is as follows: queer poly triad, Charlie's Angels solve cases and fight crime while still tending to each other's needs emotionally and physically. Yes.
1: <laughs> the only thing that I can really say to that is yes,
2: yes, yes. I. <laughs> I think that's the movie I watched. Oh
1: oh yeah. I mean they are the central figures in each other's lives always. The men are definitely like secondary to the plot here. We know the relationship between the three angels as always is
2: central. (laughs) As always, Uh, who cares about the men in this movie? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) As always.
1: Except, ugh, this is this is the same thing as Legally Blonde. I have such a soft spot for freaking Luke. Wilson
2: yeah he's he's cute in this he's he's a little sweetheart in this
1: he is so cute so I'm like I do care about Luke Wilson but also I could do without him as if everyone is gay (laughs) or if they're all poly then Luke can still stay sure yeah but the you know the main the center of their whole yeah triad the central triad before we start I have this one random fact. I don't even know the best way to put this, but I just want to say it because, okay, Charlie's Angels as a film, fantastic. (laughs) Ratings on Rotten Tomatoes and all that, not super great. Same thing for the TV show. And when the TV show came out, the 74-minute pilot film that aired, okay, received enormous ratings. However, ABC who thought this was one of the worst ideas for a TV series they had ever heard, (laughs) didn't believe the figures, and showed the pilot again a week later to check, and the ratings were just as high, even for a repeat (laughs) screening. (laughs) So I just want to say, like, to preface this whole thing, the executives at this television, (laughs) at ABC were like, this is a horrible concept for a TV show. And the people were like, no, I think we want some crime-fighting hot women
2: yeah yeah like who okay who is the executive at abc who was like i know crime-fighting babes no one will want that like who yeah (laughs) who sat down and was like this mm, you know on paper just doesn't look great yeah and you're just like um i'm pretty sure and then they're like also to
1: be like those ratings must have been fake. Right? Like, you still don't believe it. You were so confident that this was going to be a flop that you had to try it again. And I'm so happy that the ratings were high both times because this is seriously one of my favorite films, which can bring us nicely into what was our experience with Charlie's Angels.
2: I feel like we should just put it to the test again. Air the pilot now. You know, just let let us weigh in with our... With our viewing numbers and, and see what happens Cause, uh, I'm sure just with the gay audience alone, <laughs> pretty pretty high. Gays pretty come high. out in force for Charlie's Angels. Uh, yes, yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Oh my god. So tell tell us a little bit about your experience, <gasps> uh, Ellie, because cause we're gonna have very very different experiences with this movie. I'm pretty positive I watched it
1: when it came out, <laughs> and you know I don't know like I feel like you were a... what eight. I was eight. Yes. <gasps> I feel like there's a thing about movies that you watch when you're younger. So I had I had a best friend, her name was Victoria, and we were very close. Even when I was freaking eight, I had like a gay best friend, let's be real. But I remember like we would have sleepovers, and at our sleepovers there was a specific rotation of films, right? And we would watch them so many times. Ten Things I Hate About You. Mm-hmm. Spice World. And Charlie's Angels, nice, A <laughs> and really super gay list, right there. Yeah, yeah. So, out of all of those, we've done two out of three now on our should have been gays,
2: and we're definitely doing Spice World at some point. So, pretty. Gay. I have to say that list says so many things about you. So I feel much. like, and now it's worrying me because if I go back to like that same same ish age the friend that I had sleepovers with all the time we only had one movie on rotation and it was the first men in black and I don't know what that says about me <laughs> yeah I I couldn't tell you I couldn't, I couldn't tell you Lee I couldn't tell you either I'm, I'm gonna, gonna still I'm gonna have to do some soul searching tonight I think is the you answer. got that crime fighting streak so there's
1: that yeah yeah thing for aliens I don't know <laughs> I have uh, where's it's there's nothing. Maybe it was the only thing they had on VHS. It probably was on VHS. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I still like. Yeah, I still remember like <laughs> having the
2: physical Rewinding box. It. Yeah. yeah, and just like continuously watching it. someday I'll ask my therapist. What does Men in Black say about me? Okay, <laughs> we can ask the audience.
1: What do you yeah. think Men in Black means <laughs> for Lee?
2: <laughs> please help me. Help me
1: gaze. <laughs> Somebody, please help her. No. <laughs> I also watched it again this past month, which is when I texted Lee and said, please, can we do Charlie's Angels? It's been on our list. But I was like, how have we not done Charlie's Angels yet? And we put it in our poll. And I said, praying to the gods that (laughs) our King Princess patrons will do the right thing and let me talk about Charlie's Angels. Prayer works (laughs) is what we're saying. And they did. Yeah. So I'm so excited. Lee, I need you to tell me. Talk to me about your experience with Charlie's Angels.
2: I, okay, here's the thing. The thing is, this is twice now that uh, I'm a little nervous because I think people are going to come after me. I I sat down to watch Charlie's Angels this week, and the further I got into the movie, the more I kind of was realizing, wait, I've definitely never seen this movie. <laughs> Lee. I I don't but I would have sworn that I did. And like maybe I just hadn't watched it in a really long time, but like nothing seemed familiar at all. Like no part of this rang a bell. And I just I don't think I'd ever watched it. It's okay.
1: We're we're gonna take the judgment off the table. But I think if you had seen it, you would remember because all of the right. things that happen are very
2: specific like right and everyone that's in it like every like yeah. i'm watching this movie and Joey Tribbiani shows up and I was like you know I kind of feel like I would remember Joey being in this movie if I'd seen this movie I feel like I would remember Tim Curry being in this movie if I'd seen this movie and I just nothing every time something happened I was like I definitely have not seen this before so I got to watch Charlie's Angels for the first time this week everyone what a joy what I'm so happy a delight (laughs) and uh verdict is gay gay very very gay
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, what to you, Lee? What was... Okay, which characters should have been gay? We've Queer, talked a little bit poly, about it. Polly, Triad. Okay, so all of them.
2: I very, very strongly feel that the angels are all in a committed relationship with each other. Oh, 100%. Uh, and I think this movie leaves not a lot to the imagination on that front, I'll be honest. What are the, like, most damning evidence Let's start at the top. All we? right,
1: great. Let's do it. Where do I start? I don't know where to start. Are we starting with the airplane scene, like that top? Uh, I was going to oh, the, the speedboat scene. The speedboat scene. We could start with the speedboat because that's when all three of them are together for the first time.
2: It's just, I think the problem is every time they all look at each other, I'm like. Yeah, there is a serious twinkle in their eye there, every time. There is a every gay time. loving twinkle. Yes, a gentle, caring gay twinkle.
1: Oh yeah, I will say for me, I appreciate your all three because I I will always be like, yes, everyone's gay. But for me, the standout queer character of this film is Dylan, which is Drew Barrymore's well, character. Sure,
2: yes. stereotypically
1: queer i would say but also like sexually free very like i would say definitely bisexual like loves a bad guy bad girl you know so i don't know i feel like even from the opening sequence like the opening credits all right you have you have all of their things right so it's like uh <laughs> Three very different girls, blah, 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 all with one thing in common. And, like, it's very reminiscent of Debs, the intro. They're gay? The one
2: thing in yeah, common? Yeah, they're all gay.
1: They're one all thing gay? in common. They gay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Dylan's scenes in it, she punches her commanding officer at the police academy, which I'm like, badass, gay bitch. Like, be gay, do crime. <laughs> <laughs> so I just feel like and then just smoking in the bathroom like Dylan is just like the epitome of just like rebellious teen queer
2: okay but if we're gonna just touch on the opening sequence real quick can we talk there's one super super quick for I had to go back and watch it again to make sure that I didn't just like imagine it there's definitely like a like a second long frame where Natalie is cosplaying harry potter not i'm not surprised i don't understand what's happening she's literally in a library with shaggy black short hair and round glasses yes and i i swear i watched it and i was like why is harry potter in this movie i don't understand and i had to go back it definitely happens we're gonna we'll put a picture up because it's it's a real thing it Your has description nothing to do it is
1: perfect i know exactly what you're talking about nothing yes. to do with the opening sequence the point of the opening sequence is like we're spies we wear different costumes and if you've seen the tv show they tried to put as much of the tv oh, show into it. the opening credits I just, like
2: with, yeah. it's funny to me that that i mean in 2000 i mean harry potter had been out for what like three years at this point Right? I mean, it it wasn't, it was before any of the movies, I think. I mean, it it wasn't quite the cultural phenom that it became. I just thought it was such a weird, random thing that I'm like, what else is that supposed to be? You're definitely Harry Potter. It was just very random and I kind of enjoyed it, so.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of weird little Easter eggs in the opening and ending credits of, like, all of these films. I love them so much.
2: Let's continue with Dylan. So Dylan, definitely... pretty
1: queer queer coded. I will also say this is the first time I've ever put a picture in one of our outlines (laughs) um, because I really needed Lee to see this. There's a scene, this is also one of my favorite scenes, where Dylan orders and is like, I want three burgers, three fries and three milkshakes. What do you all want? (laughs) Like such a stupid and great line. But the speaker is broken in the drive-thru. And so Alex bends over Dylan to fix the speaker because spies can fix things. But I just have this screenshot of Dylan's face <laughs> with Alex's butt in her face. And she is so happy. Like, too happy. She's, she's not against what's happening. Let's put oh, it that no, way. Not at all. She's very happy that Alex is leaning over her to fix
0: the speaker.
2: Look, they take care of each other, Ellie. I don't. I don't know what else you want me to say. Uh... In so many ways.
0: Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. And how he rose from nothing
1: to become New York's King of the Egg Cream.
0: So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
2: In so many ways. It's, you know, also, if we're going to talk about Dylan, I think my strongest, strongest argument in favor of Dylan being queer and in this queer polytriad that I... Uh, definitely see in this movie, is at the end of the movie, there's a scene at the end when they're in the castle, and Dylan is saying, you know, that they tried to kill, quote, direct quote, tried to kill everyone I love. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm just saying she said it, you know, it's out there. Everyone she loves is her other angels. They didn't try to kill the Chad. They... (laughs) You're so right. Poor Chad. (laughs) They tried to... Well, you know, I mean, look, let's give fair play to the Chad, because it might have been the Chad, but she did actually, in real life, marry the Chad. Yes. Which is such a weird cameo. Only for a year, and it was after this movie. Yes. Right? So they must have been, like, dating during this? The Chad was great. Uh, The Chad was great from, you know, 2001 to 2002, and yes. <laughs> and then that was about it. But and she was over it. But she doesn't, you know, she doesn't she doesn't hold back on that line. They tried to kill everyone I love. Everyone I love being Alex and Natalie. I'm just. What about Bosley? Yeah, sure, Bosley too. But I mean, Bosley's kind of like the doting uncle in this. I don't see Bosley being quite in the same level as the the central three. You know? Yeah,
1: I don't see the sexual tension there for mm. sure. I have a sort of weird (laughs) when I rewatch these things I see too much gay. (laughs) Like at first I'm just like okay main characters and then I'm like wait what? So there's a scene this is just going off of Bosley. There's a scene where Bosley has the like uh mic in his mouth right? Mm -hmm. The the molar mic.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: he's talking to Corwin and they're having this weird like I'm a macho man, no, I'm a macho man kind of contest of like, oh, can you eat this pufferfish? It's so deadly. <laughs> and it's like weirdly sexual. It is wrong?
2: Little. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I would also say Tim Curry kind of a, a, a queer icon. Yes, Tim Curry is a, queer,
1: is a queer icon. So I feel like you just see him and I'm like, everything he says feels so sexual. And then Bosley eats it. And I feel like he, they're just like staring at each other while he's eating. And I feel like that's like such an intimate moment that you don't just share with someone that you're not attracted to, you know?
2: Yeah. And then go wrestle each other. Yeah,
1: and then the next <laughs> the next the only next viable option is all right, I I appreciate you. Let's wrestle. Yeah. I have a pretty strong case I think for Bosley and Corwin and they didn't get enough screen time together.
2: Uh, I can see that. Um, Especially, I mean, Corwin should find somebody, because let's pivot to Alex real quick, and I have some strong feelings about Alex in this movie, played by Lucy Liu, because one of the first scenes where we meet Corwin is when she's giving him the massage. Yes. Right? And which, I mean... We are absolutely not getting into all of the very, very problematic things in this movie that do not hold up 19 years later. We know. We're leaving those aside on the cutting room floor where they belong. So if we just focus on my one quote from that scene that I think is important is, a lot of this movie- so another reason that I think there's a definite queer poly triad- a lot of this movie is basically all of the angels turning down every man that comes near them. right? including Alex telling Corwin, uh, don't worry, my hands aren't going anywhere near your staff. Yep, yep. So that's one thing. Not subtle at all. (laughs) There's also at the party when the guy's hitting on her and she's just like, no, no, no. And he's like, so do you, no, 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 no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it could be argued that it's because she has a boyfriend, whatever, Jason. But I feel like... Many a queer person has has had that moment in a bar where you're like, no, uh,
2: no, no. Okay, here's the other thing, though. Is just Jason his name? I call him Joey in my head because I, I can't see him being anywhere. But any, yes, Joey Tribbiani. Anyone other than Joey. Even Jason knows, right? Because... I mean, I get, I get. Sure, it's supposed to be like, boo oh, jealousy and insecurity and whatever. But when she's leaving that first time to get to work, you know, gets a call, has to go on a case, and he's like, "Charlie," and she's like, "Yeah, Charlie's a chick, right?" Like he knows, he knows what's up. He knows that she would only drop everything for, for a chick. For a chick. One of my favorite lines,
1: cause. I would love it. I'm so excited for the new one because we have a female Bosley. Yes, Elizabeth, (laughs) thanks. But, like, if Charlie was a woman, that would make this all so much better. Or a woman disguising their voice. That's why they keep their identity a secret. Ooh.
2: I like it. So, yeah. Yeah. I think Joey knows what Alex is really up to at night. She also has another great line where she says, isn't it amazing how much information you can learn off the internet? Don't I bet, Alex, don't I bet you're doing some good internet research on nothing at all. (laughs) Nothing, nope, don't check what I'm researching, but
1: nope. And also the only people that she can fully be herself with are the angels her and jason jason doesn't even really know who she is their whole
2: relationship is a lie but you know who who does know who she is natalie and dylan and they accept her and they're there for her and they support her and when you know she needs backup for belly dancing they're there for her when she needs someone to uh you know slap each other's ass in dirndles they're there for each other yes oh that scene (laughs) (laughs) Uh.
1: dylan is way too happy in that scene that's also my biggest like every time dylan like gets to wait does it doesn't Natalie spank
2: Dylan at some point, too? There's a lot of spanking. There's a lot of spanking in that scene, and I, I, I'll i be honest, I did not write down who all spanks who exactly at what point. Yeah, because you're just like, okay, it's its good. I like it. It I was a really little, care. It was a little distracting. Who's doing what to who? Yeah. I took notes after the scene. <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of scenes like that. Do you have more to say about the journal scene? Because otherwise, can we talk about the other scene that I had a lot of thoughts about, which is... um. How hard I ship Dominatrix, Alex, with the other two dressed as dudes. Yes. The first
1: time I ever heard the song Barracuda. Every time I hear <laughs> the song Barracuda, which like, because I was eight when I heard it, right? I associate it with that scene. So like, every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, like, it gives me
2: chills. <laughs> you get you get some sort of feelings when that song comes on. I get on. so excited. And I I feel like anyone...
1: Else is like it's just it's the song Barracuda, and I'm like, no. You see Lucy lou in the Dominatrix outfit every time. Yes, and I love Dylan and Natalie in their
2: man outfits. I mean they're I feel like dudes. they're all into it too, right? Oh, they love it. Like she's, they are she's got yeah. the the whip
1: and they're ugh. Yes. I'm pretty sure that yeah, there's this time when she hits the whip and she hits Dylan. hits Dylan. <laughs> and Dylan's like
2: and you know, like, not the first time. Maybe yeah. not the first time that happened. She looks over at Natalie and mouths like, ow. But you can tell she's into it.
1: Yeah, but she's like, wink,
2: wink. Yeah, she's like, ow. Someone should I kiss it, it better. So much. <laughs> I hate it so
1: much. <laughs> it's just uh, like, this, uh, this movie writes itself. Like, there's so much homoeroticism
2: it, Just with the there's three of them, a lot. Um, okay, sorry, because you brought up Barracuda, so that's there's a lot of music in this movie, and I the think soundtrack it's, is amazing. So, okay, so I have a really important story because uh, I get that when we we talked already about what's our experience with the movie, and I hadn't seen it, but so I started trying to watch this during the day, right? Because I'm home right now, uh, taking the rest of my maternity leave, and so I'm home during the day. I started trying to watch it. For anyone who hasn't had babies, like they're a lot of work. Uh, you don't actually have an awful lot of time to do stuff. So I made it like 20 minutes into the movie and then didn't get a chance to finish. So, you know, I finished it that night when Kelsey was home because she was. So I asked if she wanted to watch Charlie's Angels with me and she was like, yes, she was very excited. So we sit down <laughs> to watch Charlie's Angels and we watch. We get like most of the way through the movie or like. So at one point she mentions that she owned the soundtrack to Charlie's Angels. She was like, oh my god, yeah, I know all the music in this movie so well because I had the soundtrack. And I was like, hang on a second. So I had already written in my notes that the first music association I had when watching this is there's a scene early on where they play, heaven must be missing an yes. angel, yes. right? Okay, so they played that song and I wrote it down in my notes because I was like, oh, that's so funny. I used to listen to that song All the time when I was in college, because Kelsey made me a mix CD, as you did (laughs) circa 2006 or whatever. When you're a college student. (laughs) Yes. So she made me a mix CD, and it had that song on it, right? And so I'd already, like, written it down to be like, oh, that's so cute. This song's in this movie, and, like, it's a song that's, like, super gay in my mind because... Like Kelsey put it on a mix it's CD song. for me. Yeah. But then she's like, Oh, I yeah, I had the soundtrack to this, so like I know all the music super, super well and I was like, Wait, is it off of the soundtrack for Charlie's Angels that you took that song to put on the mix CD you made me? And she was like probably. And I was like I do have a connection with this movie. <laughs> Before I even knew it, I Before you even knew you it. You know, I was just enjoying some of the soundtrack without even knowing. The
1: soundtrack is so freaking good. And I love the dance sequences. Yes. If we're gonna talk about the soundtrack. Oh my god. Cause Natalie just dancing in her freaking underwear. Which the underwear that Natalie is wearing. Gay underwear. They're like boxer yeah, briefs. Yeah, they're
2: they're they're pretty gay. They have Spider-Man on them. <laughs> they're gay. <laughs> Natalie's the nerdy gay, is what you're saying? Yeah, I'm like, what straight girl
1: has briefs with Spider-Man on them? Yeah. None. None.
2: Not not in this movie or in real life. Let's
1: or- Ever. Let's
2: put it this way. Ever. Also, Natalie, when they watch the the security footage early on of Knox getting kidnapped, and the first thing Natalie asks is, who's the lady left behind? So I just want to say her priorities are on point. Yes. Can we talk about the lady left behind? Yeah, and Natalie, let's do it, please. Yes. I, so I imagine you have similar feelings that I do. I ship Vivian and Natalie so hard. <laughs>
1: So, from the second Vivian walks in to the angels' office, right? Her BDE is off the freaking charts.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. So yes,
1: yes, yes. They're literally talking about her when she comes in, and they throw a muffin at the door <laughs> <laughs> and it smashes whatever. So she's there. But the looks that she gives the angels, particularly Natalie, are so sexual. There is the second, heat. There's some serious tension there. And I know that Lee, you usually do a lesbian rabbit hole, but can I do a lesbian Please. rabbit hole? Please. Ooh. So, Vivian Wood, who is the villain in this, sorry, spoiler alert, is played by Kelly Lynch. I was watching this movie with my girlfriend, and she was like, wait, that girl looks so familiar. That's Ivan. And I'm like, oh my what? God. Yes from the l word oh my god that's ivan it's, ivan look it up and you're like holy shit because obviously she looks very different but it's ivan holy shit yeah oh my so that god that is like a crazy lesbian rabbit hole because i don't think most people would even put two and two together because obviously as vivian would and as ivan like very very different characters
2: wow that's a yeah. great lesbian rabbit hole ellie yeah Although, yeah. should I give credit to Jana for that? Yeah, it's really Jana's husband rabbit hole, so I still don't do anything. Way to go, Jana. Well done. God damn it. <laughs> That's incredible and yeah. explains a lot about the intense sexual tension between yes. Vivian and Natalie because that fight scene at the end, also, wait, that fight scene at the end uh, that is kicked off when vivian leaves the room with Knox and dylan because and i quote never send a man to do a woman's job yes (laughs) yes vivian so make of that what you will gentle listeners
1: (laughs) yes and vivian wants to fight natalie like she it's not like she searches for natalie she's like i'm fighting this one Mm -hmm. she's mine And you're like, hmm, specifically that one? Because Dylan was pretty much right there. You could have found Alex as well. But she's like, nope, Natalie's my girl. And I'm like, it makes sense. So we don't need to
2: get into the second one. But
1: Natalie has such sexual tension with (laughs) villains. Just
2: saying. Here's what I want to see. Because, okay, I know we're going to get our Charlie's Angels reboot. But it's all new people. And I would love a Charlie's Angels where we get back this Cast mm. where we have our our queer triad, and where the real dramatic tension is coming from Natalie being lured away from the triad by those feelings for another woman, Vivian, who turns out to be the bad guy that they're fighting. Uh, because I think I think that would be a real. Just a work of art is what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> they always say that Dylan's the one who falls for the bad guy, but I really think Natalie's got a streak.
2: I think Natalie just, you know, opens herself too easily, which we could have seen coming from one of her earlier lines of the movie of "Feel free to just stick things in my slot." <laughs> I just think Natalie doesn't have a lot of barriers up, you know? She really doesn't. She's too trusting.
1: She's my favorite. If I, I'm like, (laughs) if I were to identify with an angel, it would be Natalie. Does
2: that include the the white
1: girl dancing? Oh, my God, yes. All of her dance sequences, I know, like, I learned them. (laughs) I would watch them nonstop and be like... Like, I would try to do the dancing, and it wasn't that hard, because... There's exactly dance
2: moves that I could do. Running Man. Yeah. 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 I would be Natalie on that stage. Just saying. I have two comments about that. One of them... Okay. I I know I touched on it briefly. There are a lot of things in this movie that do not stand up in 2019. So... (laughs) <laughs> there's a lot of things where I'm watching this movie and I was just like, oh no. Oh no, no, no. This is all bad. But I got really excited when they get to the Soul Train scene and she gets up on that stage and she's dancing and it's and it's it's her face, Cameron Diaz. She's going. She's like 110%. She's so excited. And then they, they flip the camera around and you just see the whole sea of black people staring at her like, yes. Mm no no white girl and i was like oh this scene stands the test of time there we go <laughs> but then <laughs> then we made it another few minutes in and then they all start dancing with her and i was like no <laughs> no but i think that's holi- i i think that's
1: great though like it's the same thing with like the with like the bouncers
2: Yeah, the bouncers were were pretty great, but I refuse to believe that that many black people would watch any white girl dancing like that and be into it. Oh, there's no way they
1: would. You have to suspend your disbelief. Yes, but like the comedic timing, the comedic timing of it
2: was perfect. The other dancing note that I have to say is I really enjoyed at the end when Dylan is like, "Here's what I'm gonna do. Like, I'm gonna." You know, break your nose and then do this, and then I'm gonna moonwalk out of here. And then she does all of that stuff and then dances out in what is not by any stretch of the imagination moonwalking. A moonwalk. And so, yeah. what I really enjoy about that is I like to believe that somewhere there is secret, never aired footage of someone trying desperately to teach Drew Barrymore to moonwalk, and she was just unable to learn how. And so they were just like, just do whatever. (laughs) And she's like, I'll do this weird thing. (laughs) Take 326. (laughs) I'm just going to do this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which I also
2: love. (laughs) Uh, That's what I choose to believe. Because otherwise, it was just such a specific line of dialogue for her to then do everything and then not moonwalk. Yeah. Right? She tried. It doesn't make any sense. She tried. Yes. She really tried. All right, so... I have two more things that I need to mention. One of them is just because I really enjoyed watching this movie with Kelsey, and of course she knows I'm watching it for I Should Have Been Gay. You know, she sits down to watch it with me, and she's like, so... Uh, we're assuming they're all together and I was like yes <laughs> like super Amazing. super early on when we started uh, when she you know jumped into the movie with me but then also we get to the scene at the end where they get in from the beach that the Chad drives them in on and they're all
1: <laughs> they're all pulling... I know the scene I know the scene well <laughs> are you
2: familiar with the scene where I, they all I've seen it a few times pull their yeah. wetsuits off, like for no particular reason they're just like no dramatically charging up the no beach reason. like stripping Yeah, <laughs> all together all in tandem, you know, synchronized in a way that I just don't think just comes without practice. Oh, no. And, and we get to that scene that they're all taking their wetsuits off, and Kelsey just goes, yeah, they're not gay or anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're literally all huddled in a cave naked, and they're
2: like, don't look. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, come on. <laughs> uh, the other thing that I just want to call out really quickly is the scene where they're all speaking to each other in what I assume is Chinese do not quote me on that because I don't speak Chinese but they're all speaking to each other in what I think is Chinese and I was kind of into it you know I like that they have their own like special language that they can all communicate in when they need to like make sure that they're all on the same wavelength and they all understand each other I just thought that was very you know Cute. and they
1: yeah they don't have that with anyone else no
2: it's just for them that's no. what i'm saying they're always there for each other they always know what they need they know you know they're checking in constantly i just think it's not just that i think they're a great polytriad, but they're just like a really great example of one too so okay that's you're all so i have right. i'm i think I'm that done. does make it difficult that does make the ships difficult so i think you're like okay because I'm like, okay. Oh, don't think I'm not shipping Natalie and Vivian together, despite that. Well,
1: yes, Natalie and Vivian, but I'm saying, so if you ship Dylan and Natalie
2: together, then what's Alex going to do? Like, they have to be a try. They have to, yeah. You can't leave one of them out. I mean, they they never would. No woman no. left out, is what they yes. would say. No woman left out. <laughs> no love angel it. left out. Yes.
1: That's what I I think. love it. I'm so into it. All right, so our ships are the Triad.
2: Oh boy, but naming it's gonna be tough. So let's see. Okay, what about Dilateli? Uh, Dil, de. Dil- d- uh, well, no, because Dilad, Dilatolix, Dil- Dil- Dilatolix. 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 It's very long. That is a very long name. What
1: about, about Alineli?
2: What about Dan? And we just take all their initials. All right, that's so much easier. What about if we forget the names and we do Triangle? Ooh, Triangle. I love it. Yeah. So much easier. I, I, think, I think the Our names are going to let us down here. Triangle. Plus, the great thing yeah. about Triangle is then when the new Charlie's Angels come out, you can just roll that Everyone's bad boy right on over. <laughs> yes. It always works. All right. So, what about Vivian and Natalie,
1: who are a very big ship for me? Oof.
2: Vivily vivily uh what's her name vivian vivian wood woods vivian wood and natalie cook according to imdb wook (laughs) who (laughs) wookie yeah natvian natvian i like natvian natvian yeah all right who else what about we
1: didn't ship charlie with anyone poor charlie but no sorry charlie we're not
2: maybe charlie and
1: bosley but Charlie and Bosley.
2: Chosley. But then what about your uh, Corwin and Bosley? No, but I love
1: Bosley and Corwin. But Bosley can't be with Corwin anymore because rough. So true. Poor Tim Curry. But let's go with... But we can ship them
2: in the first half of the movie. Borwin? Boswin. Boswin. Oh, Boswin. Boswin wins. Boswin. Boswin's the Boswinner. So, Boswin, and then when Boswin <laughs> tragically ends due to Corwin's death at the hands of creepy thin man which i think yes. is possibly my favorite character name from anything ever for all of time <laughs> i think he might get a
1: name in the second film which like honestly makes it worse like just keep him the creepy thin man
2: uh he's credited as thin man which i just think is great yeah. and i love how many times they say creepy thin man to each other yes <laughs> very dramatically um, so, dramatic. so yeah we could do bosley bosley and charlie I'm about it. Chosley or Boswin? Boswin. Boswin. I'm I'm into Boswin. Yeah. I could see that. All right. Well, I think it's time for our Q&A. Is it? Do you think we've really gone through everything in this movie? Are you sure we needed to leave the second movie for a whole separate episode? I mean, it's not like we had anything to say, really.
1: Yeah, right? There's nothing to say about this film.
2: (laughs) Just like to say before we finish,
1: Demi Moore, give you a taste of The next episode, (laughs) hang tight, hang tight, everyone. We will get Debbie Moore
2: and Kristen Stewart. So we got plenty more to talk about.
1: Don't you worry? Don't
2: you worry? But just the first two thousand Charlie's Angels
1: should have been should have been gay. So good. Is it time? It's time. Let's
2: do this. Q Q. and 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 gay. gay taking it away for our Q and gay. Kicking us off, question one, an impossible choice, Ellie. Who is the gayest angel of them all? Dylan, Alex, or Natalie? (laughs) I just realized I wrote Sam. Who's
1: Sam? But do you like how I was going to let you skate by on it? I didn't call you out. I know, but it was too funny to get... I looked at it I was like, who the frick is Sam. (laughs) (laughs) she does sound gay though <laughs> yes yeah, sam is the gayest angel who doesn't exist <laughs> um but i'm gonna have to say i'm i'm dylan all
2: the way okay. dylan is
1: the gayest angel of the ball
2: that's fair i can't i can't argue with you i'm gonna make a strong case for alex though but i and there's really no wrong answer
1: there is not no all right number two what's your favorite angel outfit a yodeling b men in suits C. their racing outfits or d wet suits
2: Okay, now look, my real answer is Dominatrix Alex, but since that wasn't listed as one of the choices, I'll have to send it as a write-in for this week's Q&A. But I think my second top choice is probably going to be the wetsuits. Not only because of the traumatic way in which they are removed. Like, wetsuits or lack of wetsuits? Oh, that's, yeah, that's a tough <laughs> or call. Or post-wetsuit. If you narrow it down that way, I don't know that I can choose, you know? There's a lot. There's a lot of options there. Question three, Ellie. Did you ever want to be a spy? Yes. I literally had a spy kit. Did you, did you ever, like, you
1: know that you could get them? Oh, yeah. I think I ordered it, like, you, I got it in the mail. And that was a big deal, like, because you had to like fill out like a thing, like it wasn't like nowadays. I had to fill out a form, get the spy kit in the mail. It had like a magnifying glass and like secret ink was and I, random like, stuff.
2: Like, that. was I like too poor for this? Because the the literally one of the first things I remember like making as like a craft that I feel like I made myself was like, do you ever make those things where you take like the milk carton, like a skinny, like a like a pint yes. carton, and then I you, you put the saying, mirror yeah. and the mirror so that you can look around corners as though you're being sneaky when you're shoving a freaking milk carton around a corner. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> people are like, what's a what milk Why is there doing? six inches of a milk carton with a mirror in it sticking around the corner? But you felt, you felt like you were being so sneaky, you know? But I remember oh, making yeah. one of those. But I don't think I had the fancy, you know, mail order. Spy oh yeah, little kit. mail order spy cat. I mean, you I think were... it was like a twenty-five dollars <laughs> spy kit or something. It was like cheapo, but like it was cool to me. Fancy. It sounds fancy, Ellie. I say yeah. own it. I think you should have gotten. No. Are you a sp- are you a spy? And you're just yes, not telling us? I'm
1: not. No, I I I'm over my spy phase. We may
2: never know, listeners. We may never
1: know. <laughs> All right,
2: question number four. Which one are you? shake or bake Oof, you know that's a tough choice uh i think i would have to be the shake part of the equation mm. kelsey's a better baker i feel like the shaking shake, is the much I more i can shake the chicken fun part yes
1: of the equation yeah
2: that's what i can contribute i'm
1: also realizing as we do this question we literally never talked about Knox. uh who needs to <laughs> we don't need to but just say Nox exists in our retelling. He's probably a woman, let's be real. And he's we're getting
2: rid of him. That's all. And, he's, and he's gone. That's all. There you go. It's just Vivian Wood. She's the mastermind. Question five, Ellie. Do you love tickets? I love tickets.
1: <laughs> yes. When we were doing these q and Gays, Lee and I were just like, there's so many weird lines in this film. Which ones can we add to the q and gay? And that's one of my favorite ones. I would
2: love tickets. What are the last tickets you bought? Um,
1: I went to a concert in Central Park. I had to get tickets for that. I don't think they were physical tickets anymore, but I wish I had a little piece of paper. What, what was the concert? Oh my God, it was the most amazing concert ever. It's called Global Citizen. And I saw Carol King. Nice. I saw Queen. Nice. I saw... With, what's his face? Alicia Keys with Adam Lambert. Nice. Queen with Adam Lambert. I saw i don't know if you know the band her it's h.e.r. she's incredible she is super young 22 years old plays multiple instruments plays the electric guitar plays a piano plays like a crazy amount of instruments she came out and sang dream on with alicia keys and played the guitar solo nice it was the sickest thing i've ever seen
2: so I love tickets. Nothing I love more than someone who is a full decade younger than I am and is better than I will ever be at probably everything. So great. She's insane. I love it. Remember, you can also
1: answer our Q&A questions on our Twitter at LesHangoutPod. Let me hear you say, hip, 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 yeah. We love hearing from you and building our community, so we want to shout out some of our favorite things from each episode. And this episode, we want to shout out, everyone we got to meet at the weekend soiree. Everyone was amazing, particularly our guests on our live podcast recording, Amber Whittington and Lakara Foster. We are so excited for you to hear that episode and hear all of their insight.
2: Uh, we want to shout out so many of the other people that we got a chance to meet this weekend. We want to shout out Leslie Harrod, she's a representative in Colorado. She's amazing. We want to shout out Naisha and Samantha of Two Mommies and a Baby. We had so much fun hanging out with both of you guys.
1: And we want to shout out Leon from Sharp Suiting and the rest of the Dapper Q crew. There was a really awesome panel about queer fashion as visual activism. And we just love that panel and loved also just getting to know all of them. Um, And we're hoping to work with them soon. So we just want to shout all of them out. And, of course, say a thank you to our Lesbian Jesus patrons, as always. Lizette Stye.
2: Tanya Ferguson.
1: Jess Klaus.
2: Danny Griswold.
1: Michelle Ray Thomas.
2: Sarah and Julia. Nicole Gross. Carrie Ann Lawrence. Mark Foster. Danny Gunluck-Timura.
1: Sammy Walsh.
2: Audrey O'Connor.
1: Wendy K. Bartlett.
2: And we have to thank our King Princess sponsors, Kayla Kelly... And
1: Amy and Ellen, we love you all so much. We could not go to the weekend soiree or do all of the amazing things that we get to do without you. So we just want to always let you know how much we care about you.
2: Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Les Pod.
1: You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com.
2: You can also check out our website at leshangoutpod.com.
1: Make sure you subscribe on whatever you listen to podcasts on so you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop.
2: Also, we are still putting videos up on our YouTube channel, so make sure that you check them out at youtube.com slash pod and subscribe so that you know when we post them.
1: You can support the podcast by rating and reviewing us on iTunes. It helps
2: other people find the podcast, and we love hearing what you have to say. You can join our Patreon at bit.ly slash lespatreon. You get... A bunch of cool perks. You get ad-free episodes. You can come hang out with us and do watch parties. And most importantly, you help us continue to make the podcast. We cannot say thank you enough to all of our patrons.
1: If you want to get some merch, the holiday season is coming up. You can do that at bit.ly slash lesshop. shop. Make sure you're following all of our social media. We always have a bunch of sales coming up to the holidays, so we want to make sure you can get all of your gay merch and put it under your tree. Let everyone know. Unwrap me, I'm gay. <laughs> at bit.ly slash shop. New shirt coming out soon.
2: If you want to follow us individually, the best place to find me is on Twitter and Instagram at LSH Foster.
1: And you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Ellie Brigida for all of my beautiful gay insights.
2: <laughs> With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang out, hang again, out soon. again soon. Let's. Hang out. Out,